everyone, and welcome to SpireCast Backstage. We just finished up session one with Ashley Woldridge, who is the lead pastor at Christ Church of the Valley out in Arizona. And you did such an incredible job, Ashley. And, um, you know, here we're getting to continue the conversation, dive a little bit deeper, um, you know, see what we can apply practically, which you did a great job, too going down the list of things that we as leaders can do within our churches to really have a faith over fear mentality. But we get to dive in a, even a little bit deeper. And to help us do that, we've got Greg and we have Zach. Guys, where are you guys from? Uh, Greg Lee from Suncrest Christian Church in St. John, Indiana. It's the suburbs of Chicago and privileged to serve a great church. Yeah, and I'm Zach, uh, just from New Jersey, uh, Liquid Church out there, pretty much the whole state. So just claim it. Claim it. I love it. Well, Ashley, uh, in our opening session, you talked, you actually challenged us uh, to make a decision. Are we a glass full type of person or a glass half empty? I should say half full, right? Um, And so our question, our first question for you is what are the habits that help develop the right perspective of having that half uh, full glass? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it's it's such a, just a, a little... A little small metaphor for something really much bigger, which is, are you gonna are you gonna really be like someone who looks forward with faith, or are you gonna be someone that is always looking forward with with fear? Mm-hmm. And you know, I th- I think practices I think about that help you lead forward with faith is one. I don't I don't know how you can do that. This will sound so basic, but I'm just gonna say it. I don't know how you can do that unless you're like continually getting in God's word mm-hmm. and being inspired by men of faith. Yeah. You know, like good. we, we think so many times that our situations are so unique. And right. I think the more you study scripture, you realize it's not unique. Yeah. What we're going through is not unique. It's so, there's so many similarities to what people went through in scripture. We have to look at how they lead by faith. I think that can inspire us. Yeah. And then I think the second thing is you got to surround yourself with people that um, are inspiring you to live by faith. Cause I think if you're yeah. around people, that are fearful all the time, mm-hmm. um, fear leaks. Yeah. Right? It just leaks on you. Right. So I love surrounding myself with people that I think are a little more faith filled, which helps yeah. inspire me to be a little more faith filled. Yeah. So yeah, those are, those are two. There's probably more. Maybe these guys would add some. Yeah. Anything to add guys? Well, I'm curious when you say surround yourself with people, like sometimes we get to choose who we surround ourselves with and sometimes they're given to us. So yeah. I think for you, do you think of like your leadership teams at the church in that way? Or do you think, no, I'm looking outside the church for people who I'll yeah, hang out with. Yeah. I, I think, you know, as a Christian leader, I think my first thought is like, am I surrounding myself with people around me? Mm-hmm. Like that, that around my church team that are like faith filled. And I think we have more control over that than we want to admit as leaders, mm-hmm. you know, where sometimes if we, if we don't, sometimes that's, that's on us. Mm-hmm. you know, that we haven't surrounded ourselves. And then I think, you know, depending on where you're at season, if you're in a new church, you're trying not to make a ton of waves or changes, just get people outside the church. Like there's tons of people that you can connect with. And I think that's, that's the beauty of Spire. The whole yeah. point of this is yeah. so that you can connect with people that will inspire you to have a bigger vision than you'd ever have right. just sitting around on your own, right. yeah. you know? So, yeah. yeah. That's good. I'd share just one quick example yeah, of that. And Ashley, you may not remember this, but we met each other for the first time here in Florida three years ago at Spire. And the reason is because um, CCV had taken on a project with compassion to start 25 new churches and sponsor like 20,000 yeah. kids in Colombia. And you guys, you guys did like 98% of that. And they came along to Suncrest, our church, later on and said, hey, 
uh, CCV to like 24,000 kids. Could you do a thousand? I'm like, yeah, I think we can do that. Yeah. But it was a big faith step wow. from a larger church that was then kind That's of good. filters it way, its way down and inspired us. And I think I want to hang around people like that. I want to be yeah. in their orbit for that yeah. faith to wear off on me. Yeah. That's so good. yeah, faith inspires faith. And I would just say this, we, we were inspired by another church. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you yep. think about yeah. the ripple effects. Yeah. It's, uh, it's great. That's good. Well, what are some of the signs that you can spot within your staff or other leaders or uh, even your eldership that maybe they are leading from a place of fear? Mm, yeah, it's a great, it's a great question. I think, I think in in meetings when you look at the speed of your decisions mm. and the length of your conversations, I think yeah. can sometimes be an indication of how much. You're leading yeah. by fear of faith, That's you know? Good. So, you know, I think about sometimes we, we sit in rooms and meetings and we'll talk something to death yeah. versus just making a decision. Yeah. And sometimes we don't just want to make the decision. I find myself there. We, I don't want to make the decision because I'm so afraid to make the wrong decision. Right. Oftentimes we just need to make a decision and move Yeah. because movement matters. Now making the right decision matters, but sometimes we yeah. just take so long. So I think, I think yeah. part of it's the decision and speed at which... Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're moving. And then I would also say another indication to me is what have we failed at recently? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. if, so if we don't have any examples around <laughs> us of something that we have failed at recently, yeah. then that means that we are not risking enough. Playing it too safe. We're playing it way too yeah. safe. Yeah, That's way good. too safe. That's good. How do you coach people yeah. out of that place, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, because you can identify it. You see it. The meetings are going longer. How do you, you know, practically do that with your staff and your teams? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, you know, it's often caught more than it's taught. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, you at the top need to be leading with, with some risk. Yeah. But I think when you sense it, I think it's up to the leader to help drive a decision. Yeah. You know, um, even to the point of just saying, you know, Hey, what are some tools we can use to make this decision? And I, yeah. I like having a few tools in my, in my bag that help me make a, make a little bit quicker decision. Yeah. Um, and what, like one of those, I just, I, I call it like the 10, 10, 10 rule. Okay. And when you're struggling with making a decision, you just ask yourself, okay, how would I feel 10 seconds from now if I made, if I made a decision one way or another? Yeah. How will I feel, feel 10 months from now? Okay. And how will I feel 10 years from now? That's good. Hmm. And what that does is it gets you out of the short-term thinking of like a uh, short-term mindset, mm-hmm. puts you a little longer term. And I think just helps you get out of that decision um, mud and fatigue of saying, okay, we got to make a decision. So let's use some tools sometimes that force us to like make That's a decision. Good. Yeah. I love kind of getting outside of the space that you're in right at that moment and saying, how am I going to feel about this? Yeah. We down think so short term. It's yeah. true. You know, I think, I think if we looked back on, you know, if we looked back on the, the last couple of years, how many decisions did we make that were so short term in nature right. versus thinking really long term? Right. You right. Know, in faith. Yeah. That's good. Well, um, I th- imagine some people are going to be watching this and they're going to say, okay, I know some people on my team that I kind of need to nudge a little bit forward. And then they might be identifying some people on their team that they're like, they're just stuck. Yeah. How do you go about handling a team member or maybe even someone sitting on your elder board who just feels stuck? Yeah. The the elder board is probably the the hard it's it's probably one of the hardest ones yeah. right because there's so many times as a as a pastor you might have a really big vision and want something to go and 
you might have an elder that is really you feel like steeped in too much pushback Mm. and then it's it's your job to say i think a couple things one is hey is that pushback i'm getting is that potentially god telling me to slow Mm -hmm. down i think we have to be open to that because that's why god gives us elders but then if if you're seeing a little more consensus but you have a one or two holdouts you know you again i like pointing the finger back at me going Mm -hmm. have i have i cast the vision clear enough right Mm -hmm. have i have i really explained this enough so let me put it back on me a little bit before i put it so much on somebody else yeah um so i think there's things that we need to sometimes take some more ownership and then if you just can't get off center right with with someone you know with a with an elder gosh it's really hard then then you're probably asking some other elders to help yeah yeah that's good advice do you ever have that worry of like leaving people behind as you're making decisions moving forward? Mm-hmm. And like, how do you, how do you kind of wrestle with that inside? Cause I, I feel like for me, that's the, that's the place where I sit at. I'm mm-hmm. like, like, I know we need to move forward, but I'm nervous of who, who's going to be like not following behind in those next steps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I'm going to mess this quote up. But I think they, <laughs> what, what do they say about leadership? If you're, if you're one foot in front, it's like great if you're three steps in front, you have a target on your back. You yeah. Know? So I think, I think sometimes we can get too far in front of people because we we see it sometimes quicker and faster. Yeah. So it is our job to help bring people along, and also be open to their to their input and advice of things we you know we're not seeing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's good. Well, uh, if a church leader is struggling to get some positive stories to inspire people on their teams, where would you suggest they start? Ooh, um, to get some inspiring stories for their team. Gosh, you know, I, I would love, you know, I think sometimes it's good to sit around the table as leaders and every church could do this immediately and be blown away of just sit around and say, Hey, tell me a story about someone's life who's been changed in our mm-hmm. church recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you have the stories right in front of you. Yeah. Sometimes we we just don't Take share the them well enough. Yeah. Because we're we're on to the next thing, and right. uh, we'll do that sometimes in a meeting at CCV. We'll just we'll stop and say, Hey, tell me tell me a story mm-hmm. of someone's life who has changed. And for me, it's inspiring because I don't hear every story neither does every leader so we got to share those with each other and then share them in staff meetings right right so part of your staff meeting should be we took a staff meeting after easter and um you know we had had all these baptisms which is awesome but every baptism has a story behind it Mm. so we just had we had about uh 20 people from staff just get up and they were prepared and they shared 20 stories our staff would say to this day that is probably the best staff meeting we've ever had wow yeah yeah. And all it was was sharing stories of life change because yeah. that inspires you. Yeah. Like that's it why we do what we do. Resets that perspective, which you were talking about. I love what you put up there um, for us to look at. As a Christian leader, I am living during the greatest time <laughs> to be alive in human history. Yeah. And that is such a perspective shifter, yeah. you know, because you can focus on all of the bad or we could look at it and say, what opportunities are in front of us. And so thank you so much for helping us kick off our day with a great session, taking a look at what it means to be faith-filled leaders, uh, not stuck in fear. And I don't think there's a better place to be than Spire, where, you know, we may be in a hurricane at this present moment, (laughs) but what we've learned over the past couple of years is that we need each other. So it's probably the best place to be. So thank you, Ashley, um, for bringing an awesome message. And then also to Zach and to Greg for being part of our conversation today. Make sure you guys check out our next uh, SpireCast backstage.